0: Well, names are funny things, really. Um, we have some neighbors who live out in the country, as many of you know who know me. We live out in the country. We have some neighbors who used to have a beautiful dog, and the dog's name was Nina. And so every night, my neighbor would stand in his doorway, and he would shout out into the neighborhood, Nina, Nina, for the dog to come running. And I swear from a distance, because I live across the road, I thought, he's calling my name. Somebody's calling my name because my name is Tina. And there was something really comforting in that For me to go. Someone is standing outside calling my name. But no, he was calling his beloved daughter Nina. How did you come to have your name? And who gave it to you? Do you know the story behind it? Actually, as I said, my name is not actually Tina, but Teresa. But if you call me Teresa, I will secretly be waiting for the other shoe to drop. That was the name I always got called when I was in trouble. And now, at this point in my life, Teresa really does not feel like me. It feels almost like somebody else because that's not ever been the name that I have been called. What's the name? What does it matter what we're called? Just don't call me late for supper. Have you heard that one? People say that to me all the time. Would you like me to call you reverend? Would you like me to call you Deacon or pastor? And I just say, don't call me late for supper. It gets a laugh up at the retirement community just about every time. Greg and I have pet names. Greg is my husband. We have pet names for each other. Lovey, we call each other, or hubby. I call him hubby. He sometimes calls me wifey. We call each other sweetie. Now, these are comfortable Saturday, wearing your sweatpants kind of nicknames. And all of the meanings of those names can be changed very suddenly by tone of voice, honey, or by the twitch of an eyebrow. It can change the meaning entirely. At the end of the day, I wonder if names are much more about naming the relationship between people than in calling persons something that actually defines them. The best thing I've ever been called, without a doubt, mommy. I love that. And close second is granny. Uh, But the most beloved person in my growing up years was my grandfather, who I called Pa. And he had a special name for me. He was a West Virginia country guy, and he always called me Doodlebug. He has been gone for many years, but that name still has the power to make me cry and think of him. And I would ask you, by the way, not to call me that. That was a special name for something that was about our relationship. It was unique to Pa and I. What we call someone matters, and it matters a great deal. Today is Trinity Sunday, and it's said that more heresy occurs from the pulpit on this day across the world than on any other Sunday. And that, I guess, just let me say this as a personal disclaimer, in seminary, the language of theology and what it is to be a trinity, that language was always really challenging for me. Let me just say that. There is this strangeness to the language of theology that sometimes leaves me in a swirl. It eludes me. Because what are we really even talking about? How does one describe the nature of God with any certainty at all? How can we name the Trinity and this three-in-one business that we talk about? How can we even wrap our our brains around what that means? I'm in good company that I can't grasp it. Our scripture reading from the Gospel of John has a teacher named Nicodemus who comes to Jesus by night asking the same questions that I have on my mind. How can this mystery of God be true? Who is God? And who are we with God? What does it mean that we follow and we commit ourselves to something that we can't even really explain? So what is the name that you call God? I want us to think about that for a moment, and I hope you think about it in the coming days this week. There are a bazillion names for God. Just the biblical list alone is lengthy rich. Jehovah, Yahweh, Elohim, El Shaddai, Adonai, Allah, El Roy, Lord, I am. Just to name a few. And what about Jesus, the second person of the Holy Trinity? The biblical list of names for Jesus is even larger, I think. Son of Man, Emmanuel, Rabbi, or Ravoni, Bread of Life, Redeemer, Christ, Great Shepherd, Lamb of God, Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Prince of Peace, Son of David, the list goes on and on and on. And for the third part of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, we call her Advocate, Counselor, Comforter, Breath, Wind, Spirit of Grace, Spirit of Truth, Spirit of Understanding, in Greek, the Holy Spirit is pneuma, and in Hebrew, she is Ruach. like the sound of breathing, Those words all mean spirit and wind and breath. They use the same words for all three of those things in both Greek and in Hebrew. The Holy Spirit blows where she will, and we can't know where she comes from or where she is going. Jesus' description of the Holy Spirit is intentionally a mystery. There are many names for the triune God. But what do you call God? And which person of the Trinity do you name when you pray? I once knew a spiritual director who called Jesus Beloved One. That was her name for Jesus, Beloved One. And she would say it in her prayer prayer. With such affection and conviction, I was almost envious that she was so completely comfortable with calling Jesus beloved one. Some folks get upset when God is referred to as anything else but Father. And I don't have any problem with calling God Father. But just like any other name, it doesn't cover everything. It doesn't capture everything that God is. God goes far beyond one single name or one role. It might be as if my own uh, name really became Mom. My kids might not notice, but everybody else would notice if my name really became Mom. My friends don't call me Mom. My parishioners, my people at my work don't call me Mom. I'm not nearly as complicated as God is, but I have a lot of names, and you do too. God must have a lot of names. And why not? On most mornings when I'm supposed to preach, I pray hard that God will show up in my words and in the space among us. And I woke up this morning with a new name for God on my heart. God of inspiration. Inspiration. Not just praying for inspiration, but naming the Holy Spirit, naming that inspiration. That's a new one for me. You know all got answer to that? I think so. And what is God making for you? Have you ever imagined that? Sometimes I remind people that God loves them so much one of you are God's beloved. It stops people in their tracks. It's like it's hard to believe. I have a teacher who will bless us all at the end of every class by saying know in your heart of hearts that you are God's favorite. And every time she says it my heart does this little flutter and I both know that it's true and try immediately to discredit it. That small, undeserving part of me thinks God has a lot of people to love, right? God must have a lot of favorites. And while that is true, what would it mean for me or for you that God loves each of us uniquely and individually? It would mean everything, wouldn't it? That relationship would have the power to transform not only us, but everyone around us. Have you sat in the quiet of your room and listened to God calling you by name? Isaiah 43 says, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. If that isn't the good news, I don't know. That in spite of every way that I don't deserve to be claimed by God, that God still calls me by name and that I belong to God and that means everything. And that it's not just me, it's each one of you and every single human being. Now I know in this sanctuary we are sitting far, far apart from each other, but turn around and look at each other and say, God is calling you by name. Go ahead, I'll wait. At home, say it to each other. God is calling you by name. And then, just listen for a moment. Take in the sound of it. God is calling you by your name. and you hear that? By what name then shall we call one another? Because that's also important. If every person we've ever met has been called by name, by God, who then are we to disparage anyone? Ah, there's where the rubber meets the road. For all those times when we cannot see the face of God in every person around us, we need to recall that they are God's favorite. Sometimes God calls someone by using the vocal cords in our throat, right? Right? That calling by name business is powerful. And if you don't believe me, try it. Deliberately use the name of the person you are speaking with in your everyday conversation. Say their name respectfully and tenderly. Hold it like a gift and see how things change. Remind the people in your circle that they are beloved by God and see how the transformation happens. The noticing and naming of relationship. Perhaps that is most of the work, more than anything else in this life. Perhaps that will be what brings healing, hope to a broken world, to notice and to bring our attention to God and to name that relationship with the one who has called us by name and carries each of us in God's heart. What is your name for God today? Holy one, beloved one, source of love and light, father, mother, call God by name and listen to God calling you by your name and then call one another by name. Now today is not just Trinity Sunday. It is Memorial Day. And I don't want to miss our chance to name the uniqueness Of the service of those who gave their lives so that we might live in a world that is more just more liberated and more enlivened i don't want to miss our chance to know this and to name those beloved people who have made that sacrifice in the hope of a better world how can we name them today father mother aunt or uncle brother or sister friend, or neighbor. Let us say their names in gratitude in the company of one, of one another. Say their names and remember their uniqueness and their belovedness by God. I want to share with you this beautiful prayer that I found and is composed by Reverend Dr. Mary Catherine Miller. I invite us now to take a breath and seek a quiet place within. Let us pray. Come, fount of life, come, source of healing, come, bearer of wisdom and strength, three in one God, come into this time of worship, into our homes, into our varied spaces, sit with us a while, we need you. Wrap us in your reassuring grace on this day as we wrestle with your nature and how you reach out to us as our mysterious, triune, three-in-one, holy God in community. This weekend, divine parent, we remember just how high a cost has been paid by some to help ensure the rights and the liberties the rest of us enjoy and can at times, all too often, take for granted. Um, Fill us now with gratitude for the lives of those who, having heard our nation's call to stand against oppression in all its forms, sacrificed, laid down their lives so that others, including us, might live ours more fully, more freely. I invite you now to lift up the names of those whom we have loved but lost. unmerciful God. Pour forth your promised comfort hearts hurting from the all too soon lost spouses, parents, children, grandchildren, brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles, cousins and friends and neighbors, buddies and co workers Help us to remember them well, even though we no longer get to see them, to touch them, Celebrate the joys of life with them. May we truly honor with our own lives the sacrifice they made. Come with the soothing balm of your gentle touch, find up the wounds of war, restore to wholeness the bodies, hearts, minds, and spirits of the men and women who answer the call to stand for freedom, justice, and peace. And who have returned home bearing wounds that are often unseeable and oh so painful and so deep within, um, protect those who continue to serve in harm's way as their families wait for the day of their safe return. Give them courage. Give them strength they need to face the days of waiting unafraid. Thank you for being with us as we remember. May today be the day when your love rules in every human heart and peace breaks out in every land. Amen. Amen. Let us join in singing together, breathe on me, breath of God. It's in the United Methodist hymnal, verse 42.